everyone, and welcome to Book It Vince, the wrestling dream match podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Martin Bennett. And with me, as always, is the ravishing one, Anthony Hall. It's, it's Rick Rude. Yeah, it's Rick Rude. <laughs> yes. yes. I, didn't go for, I didn't go for a complicated one. I was just like, that's fun. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that's a great way to start off uh, our new batch of episodes. A uh, new year, twenty twenty two. Me guessing the nickname right, hey. first try. We'll see if you can continue <laughs> that streak. All your 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 the uh, what is it? The records have been reset. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The rankings Just like are, are reset. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the rankings. And I will. I will immediately get it wrong <laughs> next time we hey. record. <laughs> um, but yes, happy new year, uh, everybody. And uh, mm-hmm. we are back after the holidays here to start off the year with a great episode. Um, later in the episode, we'll uh, take a look back at what 2021 was for us um, in the first 50 episodes of the podcast. Um, if you missed it, Please go check out episode 50, the wonderful conversation that we had with uh, the the is is indelible a great is that even a word? I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to give an interesting compliment to RJ City, the Frank Zappa of wrestling, the Frank Zappa of wrestling, self-proclaimed Frank Zappa of wrestling. (laughs) Um, yeah, go check out our episode with RJ City because uh, I think it was really fun. It was really interesting. It was it was definitely what I wasn't expecting, but it was a fun, great conversation about golden era wrestling. Um, and uh, RJ City knows a ton about it. Um, mm-hmm. And so it was a fun conversation. So go check that out. But today we're going to be doing something. Uh, that's slightly different. I mean, we're not dream booking a feud, but instead we are dream booking what we think will happen in the year 2022 in the world of professional wrestling. That's right. Get your bingo cards ready because that's exactly what we're doing. We are going to make some realistic and some uh, bold outrageous predictions for the year uh 2022 in the world of professional wrestling exactly so if you enjoy what we do here at book events please follow subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you get your podcasts on and uh please make sure to review the podcast as well you can obviously review on apple podcasts but now you can also do reviews and star ratings on spotify podcasts as well so please if you do enjoy it uh, leave a review, uh, give feedback because we do appreciate it. And uh, yeah, let's start making some predictions. So as Anthony said, get out your bingo cards. And just like how this podcast was created in the sense of like, we, you know, it became sort of a meme for a long time of people putting out a dream match and saying, book it, Vince, like do it already. Um, you know, every single time something happens, uh, crazy in professional wrestling or even just in the world, people say, did anyone have that on their 2022 bingo card? And I thought, why don't we actually make like a real bingo card of just our crazy predictions for the year? 
and then see at the end of the year if any of them happened. Um, oh, yeah. And so this is sort of us seeing what we think is going to happen. Maybe we'll come up with some crazy ideas. Um, and also, if you go over to our Twitter, you will be able to find your own bingo card that you can download and fill out. That is me making future Marty make sure he has to do it. (laughs) (laughs) So and then share it with us. We'd love to see what your predictions are for the year. Um, But yeah, so I think first thing that we obviously will establish is that uh, a bingo card has 25 spaces. So we're going to come up with 25 unique, either possibly realistic or crazy ideas. And I guess the question is, what what do we think? And I, I think we should also try to make it be like pretty even as like, you know, like maybe like a quarter of it is WWE, a quarter of it is AEW, and then like like try to even it out. So it's not all at WWE, not all AEW, not all the independents or are, are like impact and stuff or New Japan. So Right. Okay. Well, I guess we'll kind of figure that out as we go. Um, What I was going to say is, what do we think is the free space? Which is, you know, in bingo is your guaranteed you get it no matter what. What do we think is a guarantee to happen in all of professional wrestling? It can be um, specifically WWE or whatever, but I mean, I just mean like What's something that we know will will happen? (laughs) A wrestling match will happen on TV. (laughs) Okay, well, that's... (laughs) That is... Well, technically, I mean, hey, I don't watch... I don't have cable. I stream. So technically... (laughs) (laughs) A wrestling match will be broadcast live. (laughs) I, I think that... A, a great it's maybe controversial but i think what a great middle space is that a world champion will be released and that's from just any brand at all i would say specifically wwe mm. but that well, it's, it's a bold claim yeah, that's it could just be a champion. A champion seems yeah, too broad because yeah, 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 everybody yeah. gets championships now. <laughs> yeah, but that's what a free space is supposed to be is broad because everybody gets it right. Because a if former, you're talking about, yeah, if you're a former champion gets released is a good free space. However, if you're like, oh, a former world champion gets released, then that makes the amount of people. That's true. Uh, way less plus they already released a bunch of people so now the pool is even smaller it's like what are they gonna do release roman reigns no (laughs) (laughs) a bold prediction number one roman reigns is released (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, no but i I think a a former champion a former wwe champion is released is a good uh free space uh however that is you know it's sad we we never root for somebody to uh, lose their job um, but we hope that whomever this former champion to be released is finds uh, greener pastures in a different promotion so uh, I just think that yeah I mean we could also say 
could we make it the caveat that it's like is released slash leaves? Yeah, sure. Because then that makes it a bit more open as well. That makes yeah, that I makes agree. it that makes it pretty open, and then it's not as like sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. That's the free space. Yep. So does that count towards the twenty five, or do we have twenty five yes. now? Oh, okay. So now we have twenty four more. No, if you remember uh, a bingo board, the free space is the very middle spot because then you can make lines any which way. Bingo. Mm. All right. <laughs> um, um, amazing. What do you think? What what's a what's a a prediction that you have that you think like is almost guaranteed to happen, or is like we'll start spitting these out, you know? Okay. Well, I think uh, Johnny Gargano debuts for another promotion um, is, is guaranteed to happen. I don't think he's coming back. No, I, I I don't, I don't know where he'll go. I have a pretty decent idea, but I, I would rather like, instead of being like Johnny Gargano goes to AEW, which would be obviously the easiest thing to do. (laughs) I'm going to make it even easier for us and, (laughs) and everybody following along uh, and make it. I feel like like we should any promotion. I feel like we should say specifically where. Oh, fine. Well, signs are pointing to AEW, right? Yeah. I think because basically what basically what Johnny Gargano uh, uh, debuts in a, in a, a rival wrestling promotion is like being like Johnny Gargano will wrestle again. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we just do that one instead? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, Johnny. Gar- I think, okay. I think we got Johnny pick. Gargano. I think we got Johnny pick. Gargano will debut in AEW in 2022. I think. Okay. Johnny. I think that's good. Johnny Elite. Um, and I think he deserves to be on in a quote unquote, uh, work rate promotion, I suppose, where everybody is, you know, busting their ass in Mm -hmm. every single match. Um, not that NXT black and gold was not a work rate promotion. It was. Yeah. But, um, but it definitely seems like. Like Gargano is of that era of the NXT crew where they and, you know, this is, again, the whole conversation of like, what kind of wrestling do you prefer? You know, that's the big thing is. Mm. uh, Do you prefer the like weird, wild, like crazy stories, the character work, the um, the. Uh, kind of more slow pace, slow build or like weekly kind of like carnival show. Or do you prefer just the impactful, solid, sometimes fast, sometimes slow, more athletic type of wrestling? So it's 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 those two kind of things. And I think that Gargano is one of those guys who like just wants to wrestle again. Yeah, and like wrestle his way. And so I think that AEW is a great fit for that. Um, especially it would also be crazy to see Gargano in any sort of Japanese wrestling scenario. That'd be cool. Um, 
whether that be in like the G1 or just like a couple of like NJPW strong shows or anything like that would be very interesting uh, to see how his wrestling style changes outside of NXT and the WWE. But yeah. that is that is my uh, not so bold, maybe realistic uh, prediction to kick it off. Okay. Um, I think a good prediction would be to predict who is going to win the Rumble. Mm. It's interesting because right now we're kind of sitting because especially since this is being recorded in at the beginning of the year. Uh, and the rumble is not too far away. It's like, who is going to be that main event caliber to go against? And now with the whole shakeup of like Brock Lesnar becoming champion, what is the end result going to be? Um, what is mania going to be? Um, I hope it's not Brock versus Roman again. Yeah, that'd be they're definitely going to come back around great. to it. But the question is what who will win the rumble and move up to main event mania? I honestly can't for the life of me figure out. No, you know what? Here's going to be my bold prediction. OK, all right, here we go. I'm actually not going to go with the men's rumble. I'm going to go with the women's rumble. Oh, I think Bailey is going to return and win the rumble. This has been a hot topic amongst my wrestling group chat is that uh, every every year they do like a big ten dollar Royal Rumble raffle uh, type scenario. And uh, last year I won my money back because I won the most eliminations. I picked who got the most eliminations. Uh-huh. Um, but this year, uh, I haven't done the form yet, but everybody is picking Bailey to come back and win the Rumble. And I, I think that it's very interesting. And I think I, that, that would be a really good way to bring somebody back after they've been off TV for so long. I just look at the roster and I really can't tell. I there could be a case for Rhea Ripley, but right now she's not really in that main event scene. Um, no, and I it could be Liv Morgan, but I really don't think so. And I That's think giving somebody who's lost so many chances. I, know. I think I, I, mean, I think yeah, she's over. But like, come on, like I think I I don't know that. where Bailey is in terms of her recovery from her. Mm. Uh, injury so i really Mm -hmm. don't know um i think it's been enough time where if bailey comes back it's going to be a huge pop uh and i think the women's royal rumble is still fresh enough where they want to give it to specific people and i think with Mm -hmm. sasha having her injury recently and they said she's going to be out six to eight weeks then it's definitely not going to be sasha yeah so then it's like, who has won the Royal Rumble? Oscar, Charlotte, Becky, uh, Bianca, and that's it. Yeah. So then it's like, who is that top level tier wrestler? Well, one of the original four horsewomen, Bailey. <clears throat> so yeah, that's why you're that's probably right. 
you know, I I want to unless just... it's something crazy and wild. <laughs> yeah, but I Mick think Xylee winning the Mick, rumble. Mick, Mick Xylee win the Royal Rumble. <laughs> see what happens. Um, make uh, who's who could be? Oh fuck! Like make Io Shirai win the Royal Rumble and see what happens. Like my that would be only, cool. My only other prediction could maybe be Naomi, but I'm not too sure. But I think uh-huh. Bailey coming back, winning the Rumble. <clears throat> I don't know if she would be a face, but because right now you have two heel champions. I think she'd have to be. No, I think she if I think she would if have it's two heel champions. Yeah, I think I don't know. You would have. But to. I feel like I feel like that might be a, a good prediction. So I'm going to go with that. Yeah, that's 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 a fair one. Um, <clears throat> OK, let's see. Who? What is interesting? Uh, I think that. Uh, I think that Gable Stevenson is going to wrestle Brock Lesnar in 2022. <laughs> That's a pretty good I, one. I I think so. I mean, they're they're building it up. Maybe it's going to take some time, but. Uh, I'm cautiously optimistic about another Olympic medalists uh, being in the WWE and we've seen the success of Braun Breaker so far and he's an athlete turned wrestler. However, mm-hmm. I mean, he does have, you know, the Steiner bloodline. So I think that obviously puts him ahead of Gable Stevenson, but, but they're, they drafted this man to raw. Marty, they drafted this I know. man. <laughs> he was in the so, draft and he was like one of like the main picks and then he still yeah. hasn't shown up. <laughs> I mean, he must be training and I I think that he did show up in the crowd for something. So I do think that they, he will debut. Yeah. And the big thing will be he wrestles Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I could be wrong. He could just wrestle somebody stupid and crush them. But, but that's boring. We want to go for big time predictions. Well, yeah. And if you're trying to make a star out of somebody who is a relative unknown in the world of wrestling, sure, he is known by sports media and uh, people who follow the Olympics and whatnot. But I don't know that those two fandoms intersect too much. Uh, yeah. So to make a star, you're going to have to, you know, knock down one of your perennial cash cows, your big dogs. You got to you got to knock somebody <laughs> down. And I think I think Brock would be OK with having another uh, high level wrestler or whatever. Yeah. Be in that spot. And. Mm-hmm. And, and and I hope that happens, and I and I hope it kind of spells the end of the Brock Lesnar just coming back and winning the belt kind of era, and just let somebody else take that spot of being the dominating, like big. I think beast, yeah, I think so. Guy passing the torch essentially. Yeah, yeah, that would be really production. cool. Um. Let's see. I have a few in my mind. Uh, I would love to, I wish I knew more about New Japan. And I wish I knew more about Impact and ROH and, and that sort of stuff. 
Um, I mean, here's a bold prediction. Mm. With ROH, they did Final Battle. And they said that, uh, you know, they're going to be coming back mid-2022. They're just taking a break right now. Probably seeing where the how the pandemic is going to continue to ride out. Um, see what happens. See if they can probably find new sponsors or you know new people that are interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we saw at Hard to Kill, literally last night after we're you know we're recording this the the day after Hard to Kill Impact, um, ROH has invaded Impact. The ROH titles are being defended on Impact. Jonathan Grisham said that he needs to wrestle two people that made the made the ROH championship what it is. Now there's a few people that that could be. My prediction is going to be, ah, that's so true. He made, okay, here's the problem is when he made that claim, Samoa Joe was still with NXT. Now he's not anymore. Mm. He's Mm. not with WWE anymore. So mm-hmm. when Jonathan Grisham made that pr- proclamation, it most likely would have been two people. Brian Danielson and CM, CM Punk. Punk. Yeah. I yeah. think it's a safe bet to say that it will be those two dudes. You think that Gresham is going to wrestle Brian Danielson and CM Punk? Yeah. Whew. I think that Ooh. but I kind of feel like that's Ooh. safe, though, because it was so obvious unless unless he's talking about some other people, because, again, there's been so many ROH champions. There's yeah. been so many ROH champions. I mean, he could be he could be talking about Austin Aries, even though Austin Aries is kind of canceled. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> uh, he could be talking about homicide. He could be talking about. Um, yeah, Kevin Owens. About, he could be talking about Kevin Owens, like, or actually, does Kevin Owens win the? Oh, yeah, I pre- yes, he did. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> he could be talking about Adam Cole. Adam Cole yeah. is a three-time ROH champion. He's technically has held the champ the ROH championship more than Brian Danielson and CM Punk. <laughs> so I don't know, but I feel like that's what everybody was sort of thinking was going to happen. Mm. So. Will that happen this year is the question. It's a long year. Well, I mean, if ROH right now is not a thing and they're, you know, recuperating and trying to figure out what their future plans are, it would make sense for them to just like truck out all of their superstars, uh, all of their best guys to other promotions and just like, you know, make that brand recognizable again. So it's not out of the question that, you know, Gresham shows up on a dynamite and challenges, you know, Adam Cole or Danielson or punk. Yeah. And punk and Danielson are pretty seem like they're pretty hard set on like still going. I mean, Daniel Danielson, obviously he can, yeah, wrestle like crazy, and Punk's been yeah. doing nothing but trying to like show that he can still wrestle. While <laughs> Joe, I feel like Joe might be done. 
I don't yeah, know. Sadly. We'll have to see. Sadly. Yeah. Um, and then everyone else is kind of tricky. And I feel like if you made if you made that bold claim and he's and he's not only said it just the one time, he said it a time after time after time. So I feel like they might be in the works already. So I feel like, yeah, it's going to be Gresham wrestles punk and Danielson. Nice. Put it in. Put it in the bingo card. Um, what do you think? What's your next one? My next prediction is that um, uh, let's see. Maybe that's <clears throat> could be a simple one. Could be a, like could be some. You could do something wild where it's just like this event mm. will happen or this type of match will happen. Mm. Hmm. I, I, I want this to happen, and I want it to be, uh, something that is crazy for this promotion. Uh, but I want Okada from New Japan Pro Wrestling to wrestle in AEW, and I also want Tanahashi to come to AEW as well to to wrestle. And now that they both have belts and one of them has a belt that has been defended in AEW. It could happen. It really could happen. And I haven't followed New Japan as much this year on account of it being a little bit hectic, but um, I've watched like the last couple of Wrestle Kingdoms and it would be really, truly spectacular to uh to maybe get uh okada omega in AEW uh again that would be really awesome so I, i'm gonna say my bold prediction is okada and tanahashi uh come to AEW to north america awesome i'll let you write that because i don't remember how to spell their names. Uh, okay. <laughs> so you do that one, but <clears throat> I think that's good. Um, let's see. This is interesting. Uh, I feel like some things that should happen is, is it shouldn't just be like this person wrestles, this person wrestles, this person wrestles, whatever. I feel like there should also be some things of like events will happen or like something crazy. Um, like a moment or something like that. Um, I'm going to make the prediction. I'm going to make the prediction that whoever wins this year's money in the bank cashes in the night of oh nice okay i like that do you have any ideas of who is going to win money in the bank um no clue especially after this last year where they gave it to otis and then didn't stole it from <laughs> otis um, um okay no i really have no clue i hope that they learned from that uh, I seriously thought that like um, 
I seriously thought that they were going to do something with Otis and actually like. Was that this last year? Yes, right. Yeah, because then Miz got in, then Miz became. Mm, yeah. yeah, so um, yeah, like I thought that they were going to do something with it because Otis was so over and then they completely scrapped everything to do with that. Like they scrapped Otis and Mandy. They scrapped yep. Otis and Miz. They scrapped. They g- released Tucker. Like, <laughs> like, so I hope that they've learned from that and that they pick someone and like, yeah. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. That was technically last year's shit. That oh. was last year's. It just carried wow. into this year because Big E won the money in the bank. So that was last. That was 2019. Uh, time. What is time? Time. Or no, wait, that was 2020. No, that was 2020 because. Oh, my God. Being in a new year makes it confusing. No, wait, that what that was 2020. Otis won 2020 money in the bank. Biggie won 2021. Money in the bank. Jesus. Jeez. Um, but yes, I think that my guess is that whoever wins will cash it in the night of. Um, who will win it? Uh, Damien Priest. Who the hell knows? Maybe. Um, a, a joke answer would be actually, no, not, not necessarily a joke answer. I think it could, in fact, be uh, Austin Theory. Oh, interesting. Women's, I have no goddamn clue. <laughs> I have mm. no clue. Who would win Money in the Bank? Women's, maybe, maybe like Sasha Banks, could be a good pick. But, anyways, yeah, that's my prediction. Okay, so on the uh, on the heels of you uh, using a WWE, so yeah, on the heels of you using a WWE event uh, for your prediction, I predict that. Uh, NXT 2.0 is going to rehash a not used uh, pay-per-view and present it as a uh, new uh, NXT 2.0 premium live event. So we're going to get one of the old pay-per-view names back. Uh, Maybe it will be like a WCW one. Just to spite Cody again. Right. (laughs) Um, but I think it would be cool if they brought back like what hasn't been seen in a while. Judgment Day. Judgment Day. Um, what's another another one? New Year's Revolution. No, because they do New Year's Evil now. Yeah. Um, no way out. Yeah, would be, that'd be cool. Is, is another one. Um, okay, so. You're saying that NXT 2.0 specifically is going to rehash an old pay-per-view idea? Yeah, I think they're going to try to bring one back. Uh, okay. And th- that's kind of been the thing, right? Like Great American Bash, uh, Halloween Havoc. They did. I'm curious if if NXT 2.0 will do it anymore now because it it depends on if they do vengeance day again this year yeah and and what about in your house like that's gone over pretty well in yeah in the previous iterations of nxt and they did do now the yeah now the color scheme even matches in your house that's true (laughs) 
They did, <laughs> and they did do Halloween Havoc still. So, yeah. was that technically NXT 2.0, or was that? I don't remember. Yes, it was because I, they did. Yeah, because they did. Uh, I think that was the first Tommaso Ciampa and Braun Baker match. Yeah, or was that? Yeah. No, that was War Games. Oh. Was it? Okay. Well, yeah. anyway, that's that's the <clears throat> prediction. It'll, is that it'll, it'll, NXT yeah. 2.0 brings back another uh, nostalgia pay-per-view um, or just like one that's not used, like uh, Vengeance or whatever. Well, yeah. They, well, they already did do Vengeance Day. Right, right. It'll be interesting if they bring that back, that they're going to... If they do bring that back, then obviously they're going to stick with the theme of like the pay-per-views that they've already done. Like, they'll do Great American Bash again. They'll do In Your House again. If they do another one, that would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we'll see. Um, alrighty. Uh, let's put that in. Let's okay. see. Let's see. What's a what's a quick fast one? What's a quick what's a quick fast one? Um Santana and Ortiz when the uh Win the tag team championships in New York. Oh, that's beautiful. I would love that. I I would love for Eddie Kingston and uh, Santana Ortiz to continue on as a trio uh, and recreate uh, old old times. You know, and I really really love Santana Ortiz. I've said this uh, many times that they are my favorite members of the inner circle. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they, they're so fun to watch and they're really, really good tag team wrestlers. Uh, and like, yeah, even watching them in like LAX, I was like, Oh man, these guys are awesome. So I really, really would love them to get a push and for them yeah. to win tag team gold in NYC. That would be so beautiful. Yeah. Oh. I think, I think specifically winning it in New York again would be like, choice yeah so i'm gonna go with that <clears throat> oh it's very good uh let's see what what am i thinking here um okay is it too wild for me to stick with? Okay, I'm going to stick with NXT 2.0 for a second. And I think Braun Breaker is going to get promoted to the main roster in 2022. I, I So one that I was actually going to say was going to be, no joke, I was going to say Braun Breaker wins uh, a world title in 2022. <laughs> like even more so than just getting promoted, I think he gets, I think he gets, I think he goes to the main roster and then by the end of 2022, he either wins the WWE championship or the universal championship. I don't know about that. I don't know that. I can see it being the WWE championship for sure. Which what? What color is that one? (laughs) That's the black one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wow. I don't I don't know. Like, I I think I think the WWE is really high on him. I think he's it's almost guaranteed that he's going to have like a couple months run with the NXT championship and then go up to the main roster with how much they've I, loved him. Right, right. I think they'll give him a stint, show him off, 
try to build him up and then bring him up. It's mm. an even bolder claim that he'll win a championship on the main roster. I think he'll win a championship, but I don't think it will be the two big ones. I think he'll get promoted and he'll probably become like intercontinental or US champion within the year. I don't know that he'll get the big title, but that's because like I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to uh, lower my expectations for him. I think he's really cool too. Like I I've been very impressed with his work, but I I don't know if he's uh big main title uh material just yet i think it's going to take a little bit more time but so do you want to say ron breaker goes the main roster and wins a championship yes i'll do that sure okay that that's that's reasonable for me okay um i think we gotta do something in the indies i think we gotta do something in the indies um What's something wild and crazy? Um, it's it's tough because it's like the Indies are so weird and specific, and there's so many promotions. So trying to pick something that'll happen there is is tough. Um, and I don't know if there's any big like indie darling that like everybody's really talking about right now. I feel like most of them have been picked up and signed in different places. Mm-hmm. Um, what's our ratio of? We got a lot of WWE. Let's do it with some AW. Um, there's a lot of things that I predict will definitely happen, and so I don't know necessarily. I want to throw them on a bingo card because I feel like it's kind of too easy. I feel like mm. we're definitely getting Warlow's face turn this year. Um, yeah. I feel like I feel like we're going to get Thunder Rosa winning the women's championship against Britt Baker this year. Um, My bold prediction is that Cody uh, goes back on his promise of fighting for the world title. Woohoo, baby. I feel like that's that's a a pretty good one. Especially if he turns heel and then does it. I don't think he's ever going to turn heel. I think he's just living in this like I think he's just straight up living in this Cena love him, hate him world where like half the audience sees him as a heel. The other half sees him as a baby face and he's just going to ride that line. But I feel like I saw a crazy. Okay. So where this comes from is I saw on Twitter, someone say that it was, it was a pretty crazy dream scenario. And it was, uh, that, in Danielson versus Hangman 2, they were gonna they weren't gonna reveal the judges until the end of the match. Mm. And what this person said, and I try I can't remember whose Twitter account it was, but they said that uh the match was gonna go to 60 minutes. It was then gonna reveal the, the judges, and one of the judges was gonna be Cody. 
and Cody was going to give it to Hangman and that then Cody was going to loom what he did over Hangman for like months being like, you're I'm the reason why you still have that belt. And then basically go back to like then turn it on its head and be like, well, now I'm challenging you for that belt in some way. I forget what the specifics were, but I feel like that proclamation was made in like the first year of AEW that Cody was never going to challenge for the world title. I feel like that's an easy character turn that you could do and it would be such big heat. And it would be a great way to then oh. put over maybe Hangman even more. But it would be such a oh. cool dynamic of Hangman versus Cody. Maybe. So much so. heat. It's like, uh, it, it makes my skin crawl to even think that Cody would do such a thing without being a heel. Because that's just like, oh, you promised. Yeah, exactly. You promised, Cody. You promised. But I feel like that would be really cool to see. So, yeah. and it would be it it and it's also a it's also a sort of out there possibility, and so I think that that's a good prediction because oh. it could happen. It'd be really crazy if it did happen, but at the same time, it might not happen because they might be like, no, 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 we said this, we're going to stick to it. So mm. that's mine. See how many we got so far. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. We're almost halfway there. Okay. 40 minutes into the podcast. <laughs> okay. My number 12 will make it quick. Um, this is uh maybe a controversial opinion as well. Uh that is not great, but I think it is realistic. I think uh, a big star from AEW is not gonna renew their contract and they're going to go elsewhere. Uh, I don't want to name anybody because I actually don't know who that might be, but yeah, I don't know any it, of the contract situations. And I, th I think AEW. there is a chance that we see somebody else not necessarily thrilled with how they're being booked or the opportunities that they're being given. And they are going to move on from AEW. So then and just they, to, yeah. just to sort of like categorize it, like, when you say like a big name, you mean like popular AEW like staple. Yeah, like somebody who is like Miro level, not Miro specifically, because right. I think I don't think he would go back to the WWE. No, no. Um, but I think maybe I said I wouldn't name names, but now I'm speculating. Maybe Brian Cage leaves. Uh, yeah. Because he hasn't been utilized very well mm -hmm. uh outside from the initial team task stuff and i really like brian cage i think he has a lot of potential yeah same and i think oh i don't know he might be too old for a run in the wwe but he is good and vince probably would like him because he's a big sweaty boy <laughs> uh, <laughs> um and then maybe maybe pack goes elsewhere for a while too like maybe he doesn't re-up immediately with AEW, but does actually go to Japan and wrestles for 
quite some time as okay. a part of NJPW or something, and then maybe makes his return eventually to AEW. But right. yeah, I do have this feeling. There's this kind of looming feeling that AEW is getting so much talent. They simply could not make enough room for right. them. So uh, you're, people are going to leave. Right. Okay. So yeah. So your, so your prediction is that a top AEW talent is won't renew their contract and go elsewhere. Correct. Okay. Sounds good. Um, I think a real quick one. Um, it didn't happen last year. So two things didn't happen this past. No, no, it did happen this year. Ooh, right. It did happen this past year. So what I, what I was thinking is I thought that I, I forgot that elimination chamber did happen this past year because that's where Drew won and uh, Drew won the elimination chamber, then Ms. Cast, cashed in. Right. TLC didn't happen this past year. Um, they already announced money in the bank and all that stuff. I'm just trying to think of like a match type that will for sure happen at a show. I can't because I'm kind of thinking that maybe TLC I think I think that they realize that TLC and Extreme Rules are basically the same thing. Um, yeah. And they were like, and now that they switched over to doing day one as a premium live event. I think that. I think it feels too general. What I want to say is I think a big gimmick match will happen on a show that you don't expect. But that happened last year with they did the hell in the cell at Crown Jewel. And that was mm. cool because it was like, oh, my God, hell in a cell isn't happening at hell in a cell. <laughs> Thank God. Mm. Um, I feel like there will be a TLC match at WrestleMania. Ooh. okay that's awesome that's, yeah i'll throw that out there do you have any speculations of who would be involved in such a match if if the state of the intercontinental championship wasn't so horrible right now i would have said the intercontinental championship because mm. it's the workhorse it should be the workhorse title nakamura um <laughs> yeah but um i mean if anything it could probably end up being uh, it depends on who's in a in the world title picture. Maybe it's a tag team uh, TLC match. I just feel like TLC is such a is such a WWE staple. I I mean I've said before I hate the fact that they've turned gimmicks into pay per views when it's like it's right. so much cooler to use it as like a big end of rivalry climax. And they've done away with that. And now it's like, well, hell in a cell. Yeah, there's going to be hell in a cell. So <laughs> like it was used. Oh. It, was, it was used to specifically end big rivalries. And that's what it should have been. Or or like Elimination Chamber was this crazy monstrosity thing or the fact that money in the bank happened at Mania. Um, but I feel like TLC 
is too good of a gimmick match that they've but they also realized that like extreme rules and TLC are basically the same pay-per-view and they happened only like a month or two away from each other and they'd rather keep extreme rules because it's more general than TLC. Mm. So I think, but I think that the TLC match will return and my prediction is that will be at mania. Nice. Okay. I'm going to do another quick one. Uh, I think there will be an indie promotion that receives a TV deal uh, that will help them become another destination for talent. So specifically, I think maybe GCW gets a deal. Uh, I, I think they might already have one with or ML, MLW or GCW. One of those promotions had some sort of handshake deal with Vice, I think, to right. be on TV. So I think one of the indie promotions gets... Uh, a TV slot and starts to build up uh, as another potential destination for uh, wrestlers uh, who do not want to be in AEW or WWE. Perfect. I think it's good. A lot of indie promotions are starting to get like bigger and bigger. I think that's and maybe a good... it's a stream. Maybe it's a streaming deal too. You know, like that's right. like not out of the realm of expectation for people mm-hmm. to be like oh what's this like and and get like a fun indie promotion i mean to be able to have like weekly programming on a streamer of some sort i mean uh even um it was announced that i think it was jeff jarrett uh is like uh a backer slash producer for i forget the promotion name but it was like one of the uh, one of the indie promotions that was in the UK, like basically mm-hmm. how NXT came to the UK and they basically took all of the great <laughs> British uh, uh, indie wrestlers and then made all of the indie promotions die. Yeah. Um, but now. I think one of them came back and I can't remember which promotion it was, but it was that Jeff Jarrett is joining them to uh build it up and so that could be even one but we'll see yeah. but i think yeah i think it, i think it, there are indie shows and i think gcw is definitely one of those that could it's already um, got such a cult following too it really right? does. like they're like people really care and there have been really amazing moments in the past year mm. that have happened at gcw like yeah um cardona and stuff right so that's like yeah and then i mean this literally this crazy. past uh, show or pay-per-view or whatever it was that happened scotty too hottie right and jeff jarrett show up oh they both showed up right yeah 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 because jeff jarrett <laughs> smashed a guitar on somebody a classic jeff jarrett. yeah 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 on effie yes a classic jeff jarrett maneuver um yeah that's that's my prediction is that that's uh, good. an indie gets big um gets big um <laughs> uh let's see what's another quick one um gosh golly gee um i'm gonna guess that thunder rosa versus Mm -hmm. Britt baker 
will be in mm-hmm. a steel cage. Ooh, okay. Very nice. <laughs> such a such a just like very nice. Right. <laughs> but but very I don't know. Good. I, I, I was gonna say that there will be a a steel a women's steel cage match in AEW this year. Mm-hmm. But I kind of want to make it a bolder prediction, and I think that that would be like a big climax to their yeah. feud. Also, because then like I think that Hater versus Brit will happen before then. Um, and do you and do you think? But the reign of, reign of terror continues and Brit retains until Thunder Rosa takes it off of her. <clears throat> I, I don't know. It's tricky. I, I feel like Hater is going to turn on Brit before Thunder Rosa gets gets her title match mm. um, because I don't know who else Brit can face. That's the problem. But right. if it doesn't happen and Hater isn't until after. Then I think a steel cage is a great idea to keep Rebel and Hater and anyone else out of the match. Mm-hmm. So there's that whole thing too, but I but okay. I just want to make a big bold prediction of like what will their that title match be, and I'm gonna say a steel cage. Okay, I think I have another bold ish prediction. I think that Bray Wyatt is going to reunite. The Wyatt family and debut <clears throat> in Impact Wrestling. <laughs> okay, I d- I don't think I don't think he's going to go to AEW right away. Bray Wyatt, at least I have. I have actually. So one I was going to say next, but maybe mm. we'll, maybe I'll just tweak it and we can get a two okay. for one here. Sure, I was going to say. Uh, a WWE release star returns to WWE. And I was actually going to say Bray Wyatt specifically. Oh, interesting. I was going to say Bray so, Wyatt return. I was going to say Bray Wyatt returns to WWE. Wow. You think he, you think he'll go back? Um, I don't know, but I wouldn't see. I mean, he left because of creative differences essentially yeah and maybe those could be solved like remember when it was the whole idea when people thought that after the after wrestlemania 35 when bailey and sasha had to drop the tag team belts and sasha left that people thought that sasha was going to leave and she just came mm-hmm. back as if nothing had changed because right. they had worked out what they were going to do mm-hmm. so it could be a thing of yeah she leaves and or he he left uh, like and they work out what they're gonna do who knows but let's go with let's get two out with this one because we need a few more so yeah, you're gonna sure. say you're gonna say that Wyndham a reunited yeah yeah a reunited uh uh Wyatt family the the Wyndham collective uh debut <laughs> <laughs> in Impact uh and that would be uh you know uh Bray and I think uh redbeard and then they would pull um well adam Shear or braun Strowman away from uh ec3 and whatever the hell that thing is going on right well i mean uh uh eric and Shear are already booked to team on a show yeah yeah 
against against the crazy duo of what was it? It was Enzo Amore and someone else. I can't remember who it was. Isn't it just Enzo and Big Cass? No, it wasn't Big Cass. It was it's someone else. It was another one that was like, what the hell is this show? I remember I sent it to you and I was like, this is a real match that's being booked. And I can't remember who the fourth man was, but it was, but, it, but it was <laughs> Eric Redbeard, Adam Shear against oh, Enzo and it's Bully Ray. Bully Ray. That's what it was. I was like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> okay. So we're going to lock it in. You're going to say why family reunion, essentially. Yeah. And I'm going to say uh, that Bray Wyatt goes back to the WWE. No, no, no. I'm going to say that a released, uh, a released WWE wrestler returns to WWE. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. I accept that, even though it is a little bit vague. Yeah, but a we've little had, bit. I mean, we have a good mix of like very specific and very vague. So yeah. Okay. So who's next? You or wait? You. Or is it back to me? Yeah, but you again. Okay, well, I'm taking this one from our list that we, pr- well, from the things that we uh, talked about previously. How many are we at right now, Marty? How we're many more predictions we need? We're at 17, so we need eight more. Okay, well, here's what I'm going to say. Dem boys, the Briscoes, show up in AEW and they win the AEW Tag Team Championship. Okay. <laughs> Briscoes win. Yeah. Bris- Bris- Briscoes win. Uh... AW Tag Team Champions. Yes. I I don't I don't care that it probably won't happen, but I'm just gonna say yeah. it, I, th- I think that happen. they're oh, I think they're gonna show up no matter what. Yeah. I, I, they, I, I've I I've <laughs> if you're not following the Briscoes on I don't know if they do this on Twitter. I haven't checked. But on Facebook. <laughs> If you don't follow the Briscoes on Facebook, they post the funniest promos and it's just <laughs> them, just them on their farm. And then something happened and it's like them responding to FTR or something else. It's them just yelling. And I've started like I didn't really know who the Briscoes was. And I knew that they were like a big like indie like tag team, like everybody loved them. And I heard them. I heard of their matches in GC, GCW, and then on in ROH and stuff. And as soon as I started watching these promos, I'm like, I love these guys. Their dynamic is so funny. Just like a crazy, them good old boys. Young and then, Young Bucks versus the Briscoes for the AEW uh, Tag Team Championship belts uh, would be great. Throw in throw in the uh, FTR too. Like let's say like it's a. I think them versus FTR is going to happen no matter what. But I think yeah, I think yeah. saying that they'll win the tag team belts is a pretty bit pretty bold, pretty bold prediction. I um, don't think that I actually don't think that they will. But for the sake of uh, <laughs> this assignment, I, I must be a little bit bold. Um, Let's see. Should do an NXT. The problem is I don't know that much about NXT anymore. Honestly, I know Tony- Ron Breaker. Tony D'Angelo wins the NXT 2.0 <laughs> championship. <laughs> oh, Lord. Do it. <laughs> Put it on the board. Sure. Fuck Tony, it. Tony D'Angelo wins Tony the NXT D. 2.0. Tony D wins big. 
<laughs> yeah, Tony, Tony D wins. Tony D win big. Um, <laughs> sure, screw it. Nice. Okay, how about this? Um, AEW gets uh, another set of uh, championships, and this time they come in the form of a women's tag team championships. I think you're more likely to have the 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 trios. Yeah, I mm, okay. They don't need more women's belts. That's true. I think if anything, the trios titles. I think if anything, the trios titles. All right, let's do that then. The trios titles arrive. Okay, AEW. AEW. Trios titles. Although I will say I'm kind I think if there's any brand new belt, I think it's the trio title, but I'm starting to actually get worried that that's not ever going to happen because a lot of the trios are now not happening anymore. Yeah, like we don't know what's happening with Marco stunt. I assume that he's found more success in sing in his music than in wrestling. And I think he I think he's going to be on the voice. I honestly, okay, that's my bold prediction. Marco Stunt <laughs> is going to be on The Voice in 2022. Let's throw it in there. Marco Stunt. <laughs> Marco Stunt on The Voice. <laughs> Let's throw I, it I, on there. I actually, I actually really think he's going to be on The Voice. Like, I, I believe it. I don't know if he'll go far, but just the sheer um, p- PR potential for yeah. AEW, for The Voice, to have him on and then for the judges to turn around and be like, whoa, oh my God, you can think, sing? Who are you? Oh, I'm Marco Sun. I'm a professional wrestler. You a wrestler? Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I, the, the thing is like he wasn't there for Jurassic Express winning the belts. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's mm-hmm. just found more success in his music than wrestling. And I think he's probably riding out his contract. And then you look at all the other trios and you're going and you, you look at them and it's like, yeah, sure. You could have uh death triangle. You could have yeah. some form of the young bucks with Kenny or maybe whatever Adam Cole and red dragon becomes. Um, yeah. But then any other trios, I'm kind of like, what other trios are there? I mean, best you, friends, dark order, best, best friends, dark order. Yep. That's true. Uh, you could do a heart, a hearty family office office something um yeah there's a lot of it's it's there it's the potential still there and you could do a a a pinnacle one if you put mjf with ftr like that it's still it's it's possible i know some of our uh our our fave trios have kind of fallen by the wayside or have not happened uh but you know it's still it's still there and i think it's a a very valid 2022 prediction so how many more do we need now let's see we have one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen eighteen nineteen twenty twenty one we need four more okay well marty please enlighten our listeners with your theory about an njpw superstar this one i think will happen Oh, that one. Okay, I was about to be like, I don't know anything about New Japan. What are you talking about? I know what you're. I know what you mean. No, that's a good yeah. safe one. I think. Um, so I told Anthony about this the other day that I saw a tweet that um, someone had pulled uh, a clip from an interview. It was a it was a post match promo from New Japan where it was Will Osprey, 
saying that uh, he doesn't want to go through the forbidden door. He essentially didn't want to go to WWE like this is all subtext and stuff, but and reading between the lines. But like he didn't want to go to WWE. He doesn't want to go somewhere for eight months and then get released. Um, And he specifically said, I'm not leaving New Japan until I main event the Tokyo Dome. Wrestle Kingdom 16, you main evented the Tokyo Dome. Night two against Okada, main event, Tokyo Dome. So the question now, is, is, is he going to leave New Japan? Um, is he going to strap that TNT dynamite right to the forbidden door and explode? Would it be AEW? I think AEW is probably the best bet because of the fact that he was on the Jericho cruise and he worked with uh we're obviously worked with Jericho and all those guys and Orange Cassidy and I think that's a pretty good bet. So yeah, Osprey to AEW. Okay. I have one quick one. It's probably pretty stupid, but might as well. I think our friend, young superstar, uh big future ahead of him, Bill Goldberg. Wrestles his last match in 2022. His final match is going to be this year. Who do you think it's going to be against? Roman Reigns. <laughs> Probably. Baron Corbin. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Happy Corbin. Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss uh, retire Bill Goldberg. <laughs> I think we got to say who he's going to wrestle against because there's only a handful of people. There's only a handful of people. We know he faced Lashley. We know he faced um, Drew. Uh, I mean, Big E on the New Day podcast forever ago said that his dream match is to fight is to face Goldberg. Okay, maybe that's it. Maybe Big E some way, somehow wins back the championship. And he faces Big or Big E faces Big E. Big E faces Goldberg in one final match and retires him. All right, Goldberg final match against Big E. Big I men slapping need, me. I think we just need two more. Let me double check: mm. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three. Two more. This is tricky. I got one that I want to say just because I really hope it happens. Why not? But I kind of I want to throw like an interesting spin on it and I really don't know what the interesting spin would be. Essentially, I want Danhausen to go to AEW. But I don't know what the interesting spin would be. I feel like Dan it's Housen- inevitable. Dan Housen becomes TNT champion. <laughs> Locking it in. Whoops. In our in our in our Facebook chat, I just wrote Dan Space Housen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dan Housen beats Hook to become TNT champion. <laughs> I, I yeah, I think I I mean I think Dan Housen is going to go to AEW. Um, I saw an interview with. Big TK 
and he mm. and they asked him about Danhausen, and he said, "Yeah, people like him a lot, <laughs> but he's injured, so we'll see what happens." And it's like, uh, TK, just sign the man. He's he's sometimes, gold. Sometimes Tony Connor is just a little bit too blunt for his own good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no um, kidding. Yeah, <laughs> Danhausen okay. becomes TNT champ. Let's do one. We'll do one more. AEW I also, one I also I, think that I also think that Dan has to become a TNT champion is really funny because his whole gimmick is that he wants to like take over TV. Like, yeah, he wants to take over TV so he can rule the world. And so becoming like the champ of a network would be like perfect. Totally. <laughs> um, yeah. To, to go off of that, we this is our last one, right? Yes. So we have a good mix of I think I feel like we have a good mix of like AEW and WWE with a couple of I think we could probably throw something else in here with like ROH or Impact or or New Japan maybe. But just depends. What do you think? What, what's one that comes to your mind? Hook wins AEW gold of any kind. <laughs> Hook wins the tag team championships with his father. Just kidding. That was I can't. <laughs> what I can't do it. I can't what's, do it. Here, here's one. What okay. is something that people really did think was going to happen this past year and then didn't? Is there anything that sticks out to you in your mind? Uh, well, Bray Wyatt debuting in AW is what people thought would happen and it didn't happen. Yeah. Another one that sticks out in my mind is that Dominic Mysterio would turn on his dad. And another one is. Kevin Owens leaving the WWE. Yeah. So. I don't know. What what about Regal? What say you about Regal? Where oh. does Regal go in 2022? I think Regal retires, to be perfectly frank. I think he's wow. just going to. I think, I think he's legitimately done. I think he is just. I don't, I don't see him going anywhere else. I don't see him doing mm. much other than maybe becoming a coach or something like that. Or I don't know, because I, I really I think that he's such a great ass. I think he's such a great character and I'm so sad that they released him and clearly yeah. they're releasing and getting rid of anything that had to do with NXT 1.0, um, which yeah. sucks a lot. Um, <laughs> should we make? OK, so the peek behind the curtain for the real fans who are still listening and or watching the podcast. We were originally going to do a different episode uh, today. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I kind of came in and said, why don't we do this sort of 2022 prediction one and we'll save that one for later. Because Anthony came with this idea of, you know, what if we just, what if we straight up do a dream match of Triple H, Shawn Michaels, William Regal leaving WWE and going to do something else? Possibly Impact, possibly the revamp of ROH. Should we straight up just say that Triple H will leave WWE? That's the kind of clickbait we need. Yes. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> so That's our final it. spot is that Triple H leaves WWE. Wow. It's a pretty good list. I think there's a, uh, a fun mix of things there. Uh, there's not that much ridiculous shit. Maybe Tony D wins big is, uh, is the most ridiculous thing that we have. <laughs> Tony D winning the NXT Tony, title. Tony uh, D uh, beats Carmelo Hayes 
uh, for the North American Championship. No, it's got to be specifically for the NXT title. No, he's gonna he's gonna beat Braun Breaker. <laughs> he's, he's gonna beat Tony D. Beats Braun Breaker. I mean, every, yeah, everybody's in on Tony D. Right? It's not the oh my god worst gimmick that they've oh. ever made. Um, <laughs> it's been but I think that's before. a great list. Yeah, I, I think that that is a great list of. Some stuff that could definitely happen and some stuff that probably will not, but it's really funny. Um, and some stuff that probably is going to happen, maybe not specifically in the way that we think. Yeah. You know, things like uh, Goldberg's final match probably is going to happen. Who against? We don't know. Uh, mm. Thunder Rosa versus Brooke Baker. 100% going to happen. What kind of match will it be? We don't know. Um, but I think that this is a great mix of stuff. Uh, so obviously in the video version, I will have a graphic showing our bingo card. Um, but if you want to make your own book events bingo card for the year, we would love for you to join us. So I'll definitely make sure that on social media, like on Twitter and Facebook, um, that there is a, a version that you can download and fill out yourself, but also throw it into the description of the YouTube video, uh, a link to be able to download it so that then and then tag us at book events pod on Twitter. Hashtag book events. Uh, send us your bingo cards, because I would love to see what people's crazy predictions are going to be for this year. So hit us up and maybe we'll show them off on some of the next uh, episodes. Mm. Um or end of 2022, we do a big wrap up and we go through uh, our bingo card and see if we got anything right. Slash maybe look at other people's bingo cards. We'll see. But I know I'm going to get a bunch right. So. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we'll even do our own individual ones. We'll have to see. Yeah. And we'll be able to throw in our crazy ideas that we didn't really want to say or that we come up with later. Um, yeah. but yeah, so I think that, I think that was great. So, uh, yeah, let us, please let us know what predictions, uh, you have for 2022 in terms of the world of professional wrestling, WWE, AEW, impact, ROH, New Japan, all that stuff. If you got any crazy predictions, let us know in the comments, um, to close out the episode, uh, I think a great question to ask and just to leave with the listeners and watchers is, this is episode 51. We did 50 mm. episodes already and it's been yes. crazy. It's been fun. We've had awesome guests. Um, it's uh, turned from a fun thing that we decided to do in the middle of the pandemic to starting to get legs and starting to move along and people are listening to it, which is incredible. Mm. And we're super thankful for that. Um, I guess the, uh, uh this can also be a recommendation instead of like a normal match recommendation. Uh, but we can throw one on there as well. Uh, what is an episode that you think, Anthony, that people should go listen to? What's one of our episodes that you think needs more love or that you want people to go back? Because we have gotten a lot of new listeners over the past couple months. Is there an old mm -hmm. episode that you think people need to go back and check out again? 
I think one of my personal favorite episodes is pretty early days. It was episode number 12. What if the hurricane joined the Dark Order? That was the one I was going to say. (laughs) (laughs) That was the one I was going to say. Okay. Uh, No, but that's a great one. one. No, no, pick that one. I think that's a really good one. That's a really good episode uh, because it's one of the ones where we make some pretty uh, awesome discoveries as we book it. And yes. And if our listeners don't know, like we very rarely like pre-plan stuff. Sometimes we have guests that uh, have some like sort of talking points like pre-planned or uh, completely fully flushed out. But for us, we usually just start off with a feud. We kind of talk about it a little bit before we start recording and then it just rolls. And yeah. that has also happened during our episode where I accidentally booked uh, the rock Christmas carol yeah uh and because we were trying to book uh with uh melissa g our guest uh, a very uh legit macho man versus the rock <laughs> feud and then i had a, <laughs> a <laughs> i saw god and i oh it's all I just figured no. something out you know but yeah the hurricane <laughs> joining the dark order was one where like you said, it just start stuff sort of just started to happen. Like, I think it just straight up started off as. Uh, the hurricane versus Orange Cassidy, and then it just mm-hmm. molded into this thing of like, wouldn't it be crazy if Gregory Helms joined the Dark Order? And obviously this was at the time when Brody Lee was still with us and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Gregory Helms working with Brody Lee and then the hurricane like joins the dark order and he gets the purple and black colors and they're bad guys. Yeah. And he becomes like the, the super villain of AEW. Like that was mm-hmm. such a fun one. Um, uh, I yeah. guess another one that I think people should definitely go back and listen to. Um, it's so funny how you look at a lot of these old episodes, honestly, and a lot of them, uh, will never happen. <laughs> Not because the people are not alive or anything like that. It's because things like Shawn Michaels turns heel and and, uh, betrays Adam Cole. Like it's not going to (laughs) happen. But like that one was really fun because it was definitely more of like us figuring out how. Us thinking of how Undisputed Era was going to break up and what was going to happen and having this like master versus apprentice like feud go on. So that was a very emo- that was a very emotional booking too, you know. Yeah. Like there was a lot of like real um, feelings and uh, and some tension. drama, some drama in that in that feud. Um, and I d- um, oh yeah, Hon- honorable mention the one episode that we've recorded together. Uh, I think it was really really fun. Uh, the one oh. episode that we recorded uh, in person, um, in person so yeah. far, uh, which is the uh, X Pack. Um, <laughs> The X Pack Matt Hardy uh, oh, versus yeah. was... your circle. Uh, I think that that one was really fun because yeah. uh, I, I had a very dumb brain that day, and uh, <laughs> it was it was very very good. <laughs> I guess uh, I'll, my honorable mention will be uh, Anthony Agogo is the Ivan Drago of AEW, which I think could still <laughs> happen. Yeah, I think could still happen. Good. So. But there we go. So, yeah, if you've become a new listener in the past couple of months, highly recommend you to go back and listen to our old episodes because there's some hidden gems in there. 
um, that we're really proud of. Um, and I know we've definitely grown since then, uh, but uh, there's some great episodes that I think were really fun. Um, so go check those out. Obviously, uh, mm. you can go to our website, unknownairfilms.com uh, slash book events, or of course, book events on all podcast platforms. To close out with a match recommendation, I think a really quick, simple one that I definitely want to recommend just because I was thinking like, oh, maybe this episode's been, oh, it's it's pretty good time. Um, but we should do a match recommendation because we always do a match recommendation. I'm going to recommend people go watch the Rampage street fight match between Penelope Ford and the bunny versus Sanjay and Tay Conte because it was a banger and people should go check it out because I, 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 I personally just really think that the, I saw a Twitter thread that was saying like, there's all these people complaining about like all oh, the AW women's division is, it doesn't have any stars. It was a bunch of people complaining that Jade Cargill, like winning the TBS title was stupid, which they're dumb. <laughs> if you think the TBS title dumb. and any of the other women like aren't stars, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I feel that that street fight was so good and there were so mm. many crazy moments in it. And I think that the AEW women's division is really, 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 really solid right now. And I think them establishing kind of high tier and low tier um, wrestlers, not saying that like Jade Cargill is low tier. I'm saying like a mid tier, you know, mm -hmm. the main event and the mid card level, I think is really good. But I think the fact that you have a women's feud that has nothing to do with a title happening on TV is a big deal. Because you yeah, don't see that anywhere else. And I will go to bat for the women's division in AEW all the time. Because I think that they have some really great characters, some really great performers. Um, and like you look at you look at WWE and right now the only female feud that doesn't surround a title is Na well was Naomi and Sonya Deville. Now Naomi is trying to go after Charlotte's title. So, but like that was the only one. And in AEW, there's a bunch of feuds that have happened where it's not about a title. It's about competition. It's about respect or it's about, you know, uh, wrestling specifically like mm -hmm. Sheeta and Sheeta and uh, Serena Deeb. Like it's straight up just about respect and wrestling and who is the better competitor, which is crazy. Um, so, yeah, so I just think that go watch that street fight. It's not too long. It's a it's very well paced. There's some crazy ass moments in there and uh, the bunny will forever haunt my nightmares. <laughs> so very nice. Boom. So, yeah. so go check that out because you really should. Anyways, that's going to do it for us on this episode of Book It Vince. Of course, as always, you can follow us on social media. Anything that we do here at Unknown Era by checking us out at UE underscore films. Uh, 
This comes out uh, the second week of January. So I'm already going to start promoting this at the end of January on January 28th. We are going to be doing a 24 hour charity stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash unknown era films uh, to raise money for fuck cancer. Um, fuck cancer. Yes. Fuck cancer. Um, so we're going to be doing a 24 hour stream on January 28th, starting at 3 p.m. Uh, to raise money for fuck cancer. We got a goal of $2,000 and I think that we can definitely hit that. Um, so please come and join us. There's going to be incentives. There's going to be a lot of fun stuff. We're going to be playing games all day. Um, you can, uh, I'm sure there will be punishments, <laughs> uh, and different things that you can win or, or pick up and stuff like that to support the stream and support the support, the charity. So come and join us for that. Um, you can follow us personally. If you so choose to, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Barton underscore minute. You can follow Mr. Anthony Hall at Hall and jokes on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter. Tweet us your crazy 2022 predictions and or your own book events bingo cards uh, at book events pod. Thank you very much for listening and or watching. Please go watch some wrestling. Keep being excellent and we'll see you next time.